Welcome to Even Field. I'm Eileen. And I'm Josie. Today we are going to take a quick look at the local women's basketball teams, as well as a very, very, very high-scoring uh, girls basketball game that happened last night. All right. Uh, so starting with the Huskers, um, they have a busy week this week. They just defeated Penn State 80-51 to on Wednesday. And they definitely turned it around since their Rutgers game. So in the Rutgers game, they were 2 for 25 for three-pointers. In this game, they were 13 for 28, which is quite a difference. That's quite an improvement. Yeah, Yeah, you could say that. They broke their three-game losing streak. Um, Callan Hake, I believe she scored 16 points, so she did a great job for them. Jazz Shelley, she had 10 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds all on Australian night, so that was exciting for her. (laughs) Um, And from what Amy Williams said, they had a – a ton more rebounds and I mean they just they were very dominant and they Amy said this was this was the team this is how they know how to play um, and it'll help them going into the Ohio State game this weekend but before we talk about that we cannot not talk about Kendall Moriarty's half-court shot that made Sports Center. oh yeah <laughs> that thing was so beautiful um, I think I watched it like 16 times in a row on Twitter. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've probably, are, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, you've probably seen it because it was on SportsCenter, it was on Instagram, it was everywhere. It's so beautiful. Um, she was like on one leg, like a hook shot from half court, and she just threw it. I mean, Amy said that they didn't want a shot clock violation. Otherwise, she would have just held on to it. But because they didn't want a shot clock violation, Kendall just threw it up (laughs) she just heaves it yeah and it just nothing but net it's so it was crazy it's so beautiful and she just laughs (laughs) and her whole team just comes up around her and yeah everyone goes crazy the fans her team but she just kind of laughs and just like (laughs) but yeah again it was on sports center it was it was a beautiful shot and i'm like wow if if they could shoot if they could keep shooting like that then yeah, they <laughs> nothing can stop them. They're going places, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely a big momentum builder for the next matchup, mm-hmm. which is a big one. Big, big one. <laughs> it is uh, number three, Ohio State, who is currently undefeated. Right, and so you have some stats on the last time. Yes, because oddly enough, uh, last time Ohio State came to Lincoln, they were also ranked and they were also undefeated. It is. Very different this time around, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Last time was 2021. Yep. Um, Ohio State was number 15. They were 7-0. and um, Nebraska beat them. Notably, Sam Hybe had uh, almost had a triple-double. She had, um, I believe, it, yeah, it was 11 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds. So if she could perform like that again, yeah. they will be in pretty good shape. Right. Um, this time, Ohio State, 17-0, number 3. It's going to be a little more challenging, I think. It's definitely more challenging. <laughs> that being said, Nebraska did just take Indiana, who was number four, to overtime. Yeah. I mean, they did lose that game. Right. But it was it was a good game. I, I got to watch the second half of that game, and until the overtime, they were just going back and forth, back and forth. So, I mean, they're, they're right there. They can play with these teams. Um, they just have to come out and play like they did against Penn State. Yeah, and then they definitely – absolutely have a good shot mm-hmm. um very dominant performance very balanced attack it was, it was great 
that's they definitely need to perform just like that when they take <laughs> right, on Ohio State. Exactly. And they definitely can be in it. For yes, sure. for sure. So it's Saturday, one thirty. Yep, on BTN. Um, definitely right. don't want to miss that one. I get to cover it live, so I'm excited. Yeah. They're one of your favorite teams to cover? Yes, they are. This this Nebraska women's team is so fun to cover. I think it's because they're so animated and they're supportive of each other. But, like, you know, if someone hits a three, like, the bench, they have all these, like, these um, choreographed cheers. And it's it's so funny. They're, they're a fun team. And when they're doing well and, you know playing like they know how to play they are so fun to photograph so i'm excited yeah that makes complete sense i think you also like the arena as well oh yes like, oh my gosh yeah that arena pumped. is fun to shoot in. and then again they'll have their home crowd so i think you know with their crowd behind them i think they'll have a good shot they definitely they definitely have a good shot um another team we should probably talk about is creighton creighton yeah take it away <laughs> <laughs> well they started the week uh not super great. Oh. Um, dropped out of the top 25. Yeah. They had previously been 25. Um, now they're out of it. Um, but then they came out Wednesday night just swinging. They, like... Maybe it was vengeful like, <laughs> about the getting little, out of almost. the Almost. Like, they came out on a 9-2 run, <laughs> and they just bulldozed Seton Hall. Yeah. And, and again, Seton Hall was doing well, like yeah. for themselves up until they <laughs> saw Creighton. And then, yeah, they'd won four straight. They were six and one in conference. They are now six and two. And yeah, Creighton um, had some other ideas. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just, just such a like dominant performance. The team was like on such a good rhythm. Right. And they had said like in the, uh, the after, after the game, the press conference, they had said their communication, especially since that UConn game, which we don't want to talk about. <laughs> no, nope, purging it from my memory. <laughs> but they said their communication has been on point, and they've just been – that's been the big difference maker in, in, in their performance lately. You can, you can tell. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are in sync. That third quarter was real rough for Seton Hall. <laughs> <laughs> they scored – not Seton Hall, Creighton. Creighton scored 29 in that. That was – that was crazy. Morgan, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Malley finished 23 points. Lauren Jensen also had a great performance, 15 points, 7 rebounds. They have Butler up next. If they play like they did, they should absolutely also demolish Butler. Nice. Um, they've, la- they've won the last three meetings against uh, the Bulldogs, so All they've right. got the history <laughs> of the series behind them, and then they've got the momentum. Right. They should be in good shape. Yeah, so both both college women's teams are on the up, the upswing. On the upswing. <laughs> um, definitely don't want to miss the Butler match um, or game. It's on Saturday as well. It's at 3 p.m. That one is also uh, on FS1, so both are nationally televised. All right, there Good we go. Women's now. sports on yeah. TV. <laughs> That's what we like to see. That's what we like to see. Um, I do not want to overlook Omaha. Um, they did last night. They had their three-game winning streak snapped. Uh. Um that was done by North Dakota. Um, it was a 65-63 loss for the Mavs. Still a close game, though. It was very tight. The fourth quarter, no one led by more than three. Um, crazy. Uh, final basket was in the last 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. So it kind of went down to the wire. Basketball's a little different where there's a lot of timeouts tend to be right. at the end of it. But definitely a tight, tight game. Um, they are still in North Dakota. They are going to take on North Dakota State tomorrow um, at one. So all right, man, got a full weekend. 
Yeah, absolutely. Basketball. But uh, before we wrap this up, we absolutely have to talk about the high school basketball game you were at last night. Yeah, that was a doozy. That was crazy. Um, so Bellevue West and Millard South played each other um, in a very intense, very aggressive game. <laughs> Millard South came out on top 93 to 91. <clears throat> but we discovered that it was the... <laughs> highest scoring game in Nebraska high school girls basketball history in regulation time. So 93 to 91, because in 2008, Omaha Westside defeated Bellevue West 98 to 91 in double overtime. So that held the record, but this was in regulation time. The score was 93 to 91. (laughs) Yeah, which is just insane. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um. It, very high scoring, second highest scoring of all time in Nebraska high school uh, girls basketball history. Just, just, just crazy. They had five players between the two teams score over twenty. Uh, Cora Olson for the Millard South had what? I think it was it was thirty five. Thirty five. Which crazy. You yeah. said there were a ton of fouls. There were oh, a ton yeah. of three pointers. <laughs> it was yeah. There was a ton of everything. <laughs> There was, um, yeah, I felt like at the end, towards the end a little bit, um, at least I noticed Bellevue West kind of, like, maybe playing less aggressively on defense. Because the whole game, both teams were very aggressive. It was getting it was getting testy. They were getting feisty. But I think because uh, one, of, one Bellevue West player, she fouled out. And then Cora Olsen ended up fouling out, like, very... I mean, it was towards the very end of the game. But, again, I think both teams, there's just so many fouls. But, again, those three-pointers, uh, we, we don't have the box score for it. But just via my eyes, <laughs> I witnessed a ton of three-pointers. I mean, Maya Babbitt, she, she, her threes are, like, insane. She was, uh, I mean, again, those those players scoring over 20 points no wonder the score was 93 to 91 no that that's how you that's the only way you can rack that (laughs) score up yeah Um, it was exciting I mean I'm sure that I mean when when they meet each other again or you know further down the line well this is literally a rematch from the Metro Holiday Tournament Uh which Bell West won and that was I think 55-53 for that one. So yeah, I think I, I, I think Millard South came out with a little bit of vengeance. Yep. Um, it definitely paid off for them. Um, I do want to mention that this was a uh, in Class A. This was a one and two number one and two matchup mm-hmm. um, with the number two team upsetting. So Millard South probably next week will be your Class A number one, maybe even your overall number one. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, they were number four in this past week's Mm -hmm. rankings so and bell west was one so have to see how that all shakes out yeah um but yeah just crazy um millard south shot 68 percent from the field bell west was 56 yeah Um, and i felt like um it was it was clear like both teams again they were they were very close i think most of the most of the game millard south kind of had the upper hand it seemed like um but Bellevue West was always right there, and I think in the fourth quarter, again, it's it was only 93-91. In the fourth quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter, it didn't seem like it was going to come out that close, honestly. Bellevue West was a little bit behind, um, but then they really turned it up. They started sinking threes to catch up, 
And I think if they did just a little bit more earlier in the fourth quarter, I think, again, they might have even won or pushed it to overtime. So, I mean, whew, those girls' teams are good. <laughs> Essentially, if we see these two teams on the same side of the state <laughs> tournament bracket, Oof. we are potentially missing what would be a fantastic Class A final. Yes, I know. I hope oh, I hope they're on different sides <laughs> of it because, yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to wrap this up, though. Uh, thanks for tuning in for our first full uh, episode of Even Field. Um, if you're watching on Omaha.com, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go and listen to podcasts. So I'm Eileen. And I'm Josie. Thanks for listening. Bye.